Hello and welcome to Into Your Being. I'm your host, Marklina Lyon, and today I'm going to be sharing with you four phrases to stop saying to people. These phrases lack motivation and encouragement for us to evolve and to change in our life, and they also are not very inspiring either. And so I want you to consider that if these are phrases that you use or you have said, to revisit them and maybe consider not using them anymore because we want people to evolve. We want to invite a safe space for people to explore their life, to change their life. We never want people to stay in one place. As human beings in this planet, the one thing that we know for sure is change and evolution. And so rather than encouraging people to not lean into it, we should start considering to encourage people to lean into it, to not fear it. So let me start off with number one. The number one phrase to stop saying to people is don't ever change. You don't actually know what's going on in someone's life. And oftentimes what people are presenting to you or showing to you is the surface level of who they are and what they go through. We have no idea who people are alone, what their thoughts are like when they wake up, when they go to sleep, or even throughout the day. Sometimes the greatest people in our life who are the most inspiring, who are the most, like the deepest, most wise beings are also people who could be deeply struggling. And who you are telling them to never change may be something that they probably should change, that they should evolve out to evolve out of, that they should encourage themselves to explore other parts of them. Now, I understand that sometimes when we say don't ever change, we're, we're saying that in hopes of maintaining a kind heart or this keeping a certain belief. Change is good. Change is important. And while change is not always desirable, Teaching people to never change, it's almost like we're teaching them how to fear change, how to, we're almost like instilling in people this idea that change could possibly not happen. And we could just stay who we are. And as long as we stay who we are, then the world around us won't change. And that's not true. So it's also painting this false picture for people. Lastly, we are always becoming individuals. And our becoming is not linear, and our becoming is a constant ebb and flow. At the end of the day, we want people to feel safe in their becoming, in their happenings. We don't want people to feel like they are burdened by who they've always been. We want people to be able to explore who they are meant to become. And it is only when we provide each other these safe environments and these safe spaces we're able to continuously grow together collectively. And now, of course, it starts with yourself and building that confidence, building that self-worth, knowing what you believe, knowing what you practice, knowing what you are becoming, knowing what you want to become, knowing who you are, getting a true understanding of who you are. Just be mindful that when you go to say, don't ever change to someone, that that might be something that they actually want. Some people don't want to be the role in who they are presenting. And they have no idea how to say that otherwise. I actually saw that in one of my programs, my Seek Within program with Ali Lyon, who is my Yoga Nidra meditation coach, who is absolutely fantastic. Go follow her on Instagram. I'll link her information in the show notes. 
Uh, her work is just absolutely outstanding and has brought so much peace to my life, my heart, my mind, my being and spirit. But it was in her program that we were doing a meditation and she said something about not changing. And we came out of it. And one of the women who was in the program was expressing, she said, you know, when I thought about that, I, I realized I don't want to be who I've been. It's very easy for us to look at others and depending on how you are, you might see people even in a brighter light and even more rose colored lenses than they might actually be too. So let people be who they are and let people evolve the way they need to. Your perception of someone is not important for them. Your perception is important for you. And if you perceive someone a certain way, if it doesn't align for you, then you're the one who needs to make those choices. Number two, stop telling people this. Don't ever get old. This one drives me bonkers. It absolutely drives me crazy. I, I, I really don't like when people say this, don't ever get old. Because you know why? What does that mean if we're not getting old? That means we died young, okay? It is a privilege to get old. And I want everyone to recognize that. Your aging is a privilege. 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 The fact that you have life is a privilege. And I have seen in my life, many people die. I have experienced a lot of loss at a very young age and throughout my life. And I've seen people die from all ages. It is an absolute privilege for you to wake up and for you to be aging. And when we look at other people and especially youth and we say, don't ever get old, why aren't we encouraging them to stay young within their mind, to stay refreshed and renewed within their explorations, to not teach people that just because the physical body is aging, that means that your life kind of sucks. And I get that the physical body ages. I get that there are pains. I get that there are aches. But there are ways that we can help our bodies as our bodies age. We also know that our body is going to deteriorate. So what are you doing to prepare for that? Instead of telling people and going around and pushing that energy of saying, don't ever get old because you weren't taking care of yourself, because you weren't pouring into your mind, into your being, and you were holding on to superficial attachments. When we tell people don't ever get old, we're also teaching them that their worth is attached to their youth. And when their youth runs out, they become worth they are devalued in our society. Stop teaching that. When we start to age, we actually start to remove this surface la layer of the youth, which the youth is great because we have this moving body and we don't have the aches and pains. These are things that are inevitable. But as you're getting older, you start to remove that shell and you start to have the ability to allow the spirit to actually show, allow your heart to shine, allow your wisdom to be unfolded and revealed. When we are shelled by the youth and we're we're living captive to this idea that our youth is when we're going to have the best versions of ourselves, our best life lived, and we should just hold on and hope that we never get old. That is perpetuating a future full of anxiety. And we don't want that. We want people to live this fulfilled life from 
birth to ending, not just in youth and then we kind of just die at 25 and we get buried at 75. That isn't what we want. And so I really want to emphasize to stop telling people to never get old every time you have an ache or a pain or anything in your body. If you are having ailments, if you are having things that are not working right in your body, take responsibility, go to the doctor, take care of your health, start adding more exercise. Don't go around and project that onto other people because I have seen people who have aged and have some of the most youthful young spirits I've ever met in my life and even they look young themselves and that even though yes of course they've aged they're really not aging the same way you actually can slow down how you age simply by how you treat yourself how you pour into yourself what the way you pour into yourself emotionally mentally physically spiritually all of it sexually essentially when you start to pour into all these areas you literally start to slow down your aging process but the point is is not to get attached to the youth is to get connected to the fact that your spirit does not have an age. It does not have an attachment to any of these things. And so long as we are attached to youth, we are attached to looks, we are attached to times in our life, we are attached to the ego then. And that means our ego's driving. And we are not going to find this compassion. We are not going to find self-love. We are not going to find acceptance when ego is the one driving. So I encourage you that if you are somebody who goes right away to tell somebody younger than you to never get old, please revisit why you're even saying that. Why are you even saying that yourself? And if you haven't started saying it yet, I hope I catch it for most of us now because I mean, I'm not even, I'm not old, I'm 32 years old. So I'm even saying this to myself that, you know, in 30 years from now, I best not be telling anybody to never get old. And I should, we should be celebrating the fact that we should get, we're getting old and having gratitude for the life lived because I have witnessed people who would have gave anything to watch their partners live and grow old and have great hairs and wrinkles and that they'll never have that. So however you get your yourself and your mind to this place of obsessing about the age and releasing it, I encourage you to do so. Number three, to stop telling people. Phrases like you always or you never. Phrases like you always and you never are just generalization. They hold no meaning and they ultimately lead to defensiveness between you and whoever you're having this discussion. Or honestly, if you're probably saying things like that, it's probably an argument. Usually when language is used like that, it is attacking. Anytime that we are using a you in our sentences, we are coming at someone. We are speaking at someone. So especially when we are saying things like you always, or even like I always, or I never, being mindful of that because we are attaching ourselves to being one way. It also allows us little room for growth and ultimately leaves ourselves or the person that we're having this discussion or argument with <laughs> feeling attacked. So while expressing our needs and things that we may be observing in a relationship or a habit within ourselves or another, that is vital for us to observe patterns so that we can be mindful of cycles that we may be repeating that are not helping us. But while it's important to discuss these patterns, you need to be careful and clear of what your communication and understanding goals are going to be in your discussion. 
you don't want to show up to a discussion or even within yourself and come from this place of always or never because we're locking ourselves or we're locking another person to just be one way. And our perception of people is our perception. Our perception is not reality. And while what you feel is real and and is important, it's also important to understand that not everything you feel is also the truth of what's happening. And so you may be feeling like something always is occurring or something is never happening, but that might not be the case. And again, anytime we use things like always or never, that's the ego. The ego is the one who has attachment. The ego is the manipulator and it is manipulating your emotions of believing that you are always one way or you are never able to do something. So long as the ego can keep you in these limited boxes that you you are in, when you put yourself in the box of always or you put yourself in the box of never, the ego could keep running the show. It could keep perpetuating your attachment to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, because the ego is always wanting. Beyond getting things for the ego, the ego wants more than anything else. And so the chase of wanting is going to keep going and keep going and keep going. So we want to take ourselves out of these boxes where we limit ourselves and the people around us. And another truth within this is that we want to be met with grace and kindness and understanding. And so you have to ask yourself that what you are asking to be met with, are you even meeting others? Are you making that safe place within yourself and for others? When you're showing up to a discussion with yourself or a partner, what are your actual goals? Getting clear and starting to use more effective language is going to really help change from stopping yourself from saying, you always, or you never, or I always, or I never, to having more grace. So for example, an effective way of saying, going from you always do this, or you always do that, or I never see you do this. You could say something like, I have noticed a pattern with us when blank comes up. Can we discuss this? When we start to invite people in to have conversation, rather than making assumptions, we allow people to have a foundation where we are inviting and we are open. I think it's important to note too, the way we are learning how to advocate for ourselves, how to communicate, how to meet ourselves with more compassion is understanding that when we do this, it's much more for us than anyone else. Because when we are mindful of how we are doing, we're not going to get tripped up in our own emotions. And so that is how we are able then to maintain peace, regardless of the chaos that's happening around us. Because the emotions of others is not for us to own. And so when we're saying things like you always or you never, we're almost even like owning it. We're kind of claiming that whatever that they are doing, it is affecting us that much. What are you attached to? What are your always? What are your nevers? And how can you start using different language around those things? So for example, one thing that I would, I would often say was, I will never be someone who makes the bed. I will never have time in the morning to be someone who makes the bed. And when I decided that I needed to revisit that, I said, I am someone who is learning how to make the bed in the morning. And every morning I chose to learn how to make the bed, meaning I learned how to show up for the thing that I believe that I can never do. And I believe that that right there is a muscle in itself. 
The areas that you say always and never are the areas that are within you that are being called to build the muscle to show the possibility and the resilience that actually lives within you. And number four, telling people what they can or cannot do. You are not the judge of someone's ability. You are not the the judge of someone's intelligence. You are not someone's faith. And so I want to also remind you of this very important message, and I've said it on a previous episode too. If people are not getting on the stage with you, they do not deserve to be criticizing you from the audience. And so when we are taking advice from people who aren't even doing the things that we are doing, we are just causing more limitation for ourselves and further putting ourselves in pain and suffering that does not need to be. We don't need to own the pain and suffering of someone else's choice to not answer the call of their personal legend or their their mission or their destiny or their purpose in life or just what they want to accomplish. Every single person has goals. Every single person has aspirations and every single person is able to make choices that's going to build towards that. And so if you are surrounded by people who had a lot of aspirations, had a lot of goals, but they also chose to listen to people around them, they leaned into the domestication that they were raised in, and they ultimately did not go for what they wanted to, but yet they are sitting there telling you now that you too are not able to have that because of their own failures. We should never be passing our own failures or even taking the ownership of someone else's failures. Someone else's story, we can use them as example or or even encouragement or inspiration, but never take someone else's story as a fact for your own life. Always explore for yourself. And so if someone's coming at you and telling you what you can or cannot do, take time to explore that within yourself. At the end of the day, It is so important for us as humans to be able to have clear discernment. It is one of our most vital skills in life. And so when you are coming and being like, you can or cannot do this, or you are surrounded by people who do that, that is stripping you away from your discernment. And that is making you question your own ability and trusting yourself and your worth and your value. And it also ultimately affects your confidence and your courage. And without our confidence and our courage and our ability to be daring, we are not going to take risk. And without risk, we are not going to evolve. And without evolving, we're not going to get the things in our life. We're not going to get the things in our life without taking risk. Everything is going to have some sort of risk, some sort of stepping stone. And risk does not mean that it's going to be bad. Risk does not even mean that it's always going to be hard. It just ultimately means that something's going to shift and it may or may not work out. Or really what it actually means is risk (laughs) more means that you have an idea and a goal and it's probably not going to work out the way you thought, but it's definitely going to work out the way it's supposed to. So long as you continue to trust in your plan, so long as you continue to put in the effort, so long as you continue to co-create, so long as you continue to show up. Our faith is always going to be tested. That does not mean it is an absence of a God or universe or higher power. It does not mean that life is is over. It does not mean that we are not ourselves powerful. It means that we are transforming, evolving. Sometimes we kind of got to break it down to build it back up again. So regardless, stop telling people what they can or cannot do because you don't know what someone's actually capable of. You don't know the extent of what someone knows. You don't know because you you don't live their life. 
So for us to keep going and saying and telling people what they can or cannot do or staying surrounded by people like this, it is definitely going to greatly harm us and disservice the way that we are going to make choices. So just being mindful who is giving you this unsolicited advice, who is telling you what they can or cannot do, or are you yourself looking at other people's lives and feeling like you know better? Nobody knows better. Nobody actually has it figured out. And we are all just moving in what feels warm with us, what makes us feel that connection, that oneness. Whether you call it spiritual or you call it going fishing, it doesn't matter. That's all that we are meant to really feel and always stay within is that connection to oneness. And when we are there, we're able to move in that clear discernment for our lives. We're meant to be guides for people. We are not meant to just tell people what to do and, and act like we, we just know. Be a support to someone, not their therapist, not their life coach, not their mother or father. Just be a listener to someone and let someone feel safe enough to dream in front of you. It is so vulnerable for us to dream. Let someone dream and so that they could start figuring it out. And even if you have this perception of what they are expressing is not possible, let them dream. Let people evolve. Let people figure out their lives. Mistakes, failures are not a life ruined. They are a life experienced. And what follows after mistakes and failures is lessons. It is opportunity. It is the choice to gain wisdom. It is the choice to evolve. It is the choice to have compassion. These are my four tips to stop saying to people so that we can start encouraging people to feel more safe in who they are becoming and what they want to become and the ways that they want to explore it. Thank you all for listening to another episode. I ask that if you have found value in this podcast and episodes to please share this with a family or friend. The more we share it and spread community, the more we are able to lift collectively. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, and don't forget to head over to Spotify and leave a rating there. Thank you all so much. I love you all and blessings and gratitude to each and every one of you.